Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To join us. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. I am your host, Sage the Poet. And yes, we are delayed several minutes tonight. We had some minor technical difficulties, and we did not want to launch tonight's show's recording until we knew we had everything in place. We wanted everything to be right. The sound um, quality, we wanted everyone to be in place. So I want to say to everybody, thank you so very much for tuning in tonight. And thank you for being as kind as to be patient. Yes, to wait a while, because yes, it was a while that you had to wait this evening, but I guarantee you, it was truly worth the wait. Because for tonight, let me introduce to you our itinerary. First and foremost, we have a feature artist in the spotlight tonight. And during the exclusive interview hour, which is from 8 till 9, and for tonight, we can say from 8.30 to about 9.15, I am so very honored to interview a visual artist, a poet, and a creative mind artist whom I know to be a creative writer. His name is Jawed Akhtar. Jawed Akhtar. Jawed is from India, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, India's time zone is a day ahead of us. Here in North America on the eastern coast, our time zone is Tuesday, and we're starting in the evening at 8. It is now 8.24. Well, in India, it is later than just a few hours. It is a whole day and the morning time. So it is about, I guess, possibly 6 o'clock or maybe close to 6 in the morning a.m. So our feature artist is definitely an early bird, ladies and gentlemen, to be up this early and to be so willing to allow me to interview him in the early part of his day says so very much about how very liberal a soul he is and how very kind and diligent and giving he is. He never questioned the time. He willfully said, sure, this is great and we'll do this. So I'm honored tonight 
And our topic for this evening is creative writing. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is what our topic is for this evening. So I'm going to now advise you to gather your pens or pencils, whatever writing tools you have. And if you're going to go digital, of course, your iPads, yes, get them. And have them in your hand and have them close by you because a lot of information is going to be shared on this panel tonight. And I guarantee you, you will have questions that you will want answered. Again, for anyone tuning in, welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. I am your host, Sage the Poet. And for tonight's show, we have, as the feature artist in the spotlight, none other than, and I like to refer to him in a royal regard because I see him as royalty, Prince Jawed Akhtar. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show, Prince Jawed Akhtar. Thank you so very much, uh, dear Franson. Uh, it is indeed an honor uh, to be called up on board uh, for the second time mm-hmm. at your esteemed show. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for your acceptance, your willingness to do the interview with me this evening. I'm going to start off by asking, what time actually is it in India right now? It is uh, 5.57 a.m. in the morning. Mm, eight, you said 8.57? Uh, no, 5, 5.57. Oh, 5. I'm sorry. 5. Okay, 5.57. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. it is yeah. close to 6 a.m. Yeah, and, close to 6 a.m. And I have, have to ask this question. Are you an early riser? Do you rise and shine early? In the day? <laughs> uh, 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 yes, uh, Franson, I am. Uh, I am, okay. uh, I am kind of, yeah, I'm flexible, actually. Like, I can adapt to any time, basically. Oh, oh okay. Wow. Yeah. That, that's, wow, that's great. And that's very admirable. Um, not too many people can say that. <laughs> Is that a discipline, <laughs> something that you've disciplined yourself to doing uh, uh morning uh, getting up early uh, yes uh, Franson, because uh, this may sound like uh, this may sound like some voice count advice but i always believed uh, like uh, getting up in the morning and doing some physical exercise yeah that uh, makes a man healthy wealthy and wise i do, mm. i do believe in that and i had this always uh, i had this psychological perception in me like I'm a fitness freak, actually, Branson. Mm. Yeah, so I believed uh, uh, getting up in the morning and uh, doing uh, doing one's gym and all these fitness regime okay. that uh, that uh, actually uh, uh, that helps the body. Not like uh, doing it in some other time, but yes, people mm. uh, the urban pop, urban population nowadays mm-hmm. uh, they uh, they they cannot uh, they like. Uh, because of their busy schedule, their hectic schedule, they cannot keep it up, uh, like getting up in the morning and doing the physical regime. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. because of their hectic schedule. That is another story. 
Transcend, as we all know. Right. The challenges that we're yeah. facing in today's world, yes, um, today's it does world. impact on our um, health regimen, fitness regimen, how, um, you know, we discipline ourselves. A lot of times yeah. we find it's just not enough hours in the day, so we're pressed for time. Yeah. And I love how you um, mentioned that if you start early in the day before, I guess, the schedule becomes heavy or hefty, then if you're starting off with your meditation, your um, physical fitness regimen, and, and starting it well and getting it done early, then you kind of uh, pave the way for success throughout your day. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's good advice. Thank you so much for uh, sharing that. Now, in reference to uh, one thing in particular I noticed, I, I did mention at the beginning of tonight's show that you are a visual artist. Can you touch on how that statement is true about you and what types of things you create as for visual art? Thank you. Okay, visual art. Uh, may I proceed? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, Francine, regarding visual art, yes, uh, it has always been uh, a kind of prerogative, if I can start this way. Uh, my prerogative of, uh, like, uh, using the social network in an intellectual way. It's not like uh, placing the mirror in front of the audience and asking, uh, like, uh, telling them, uh, about something very preachy, preaching something mm. in front of them, uh, mm-hmm. but it's 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 consciously using the social media as a kind of tool for education and knowledge. Uh, this is like uh, how to how to tell this. This is like uh, I I take use of pictures basically, as they say, a picture tells a thousand. A picture is worth than a thousand words. It tells a thousand stories, and. Uh, uh, I basically use make use of paintings, photographs of uh, personalities, uh, be it someone uh, from history or be it someone uh, someone very commonplace, uh, someone uh, someone who can be uh, someone's friend, uh, someone's partner, or uh, some some person who who has this uh, individual glamour or individual story to say. Uh, then mm-hmm. I make use of their photographs and I put around statements, quotes actually, and then I uh, I weave words also around them, around those pictures, like looking into that picture, and I make people uh, look into that picture basically. And uh, because this is this is the era of uh, uh, digital technology, I basically make use of these. GIFs also to to carry forward a message, a story, uh, to to tell people the stories, the connotations uh, which mm-hmm. lies behind uh, human lives, and then uh, events. Uh, let's say if uh, 
uh, if uh, for instance if i'm uh, america uh, america is uh, uh, the brainchild of popular culture western popular culture america mm-hmm. has been uh, the brain behind uh, popular uh, culture actually pop culture so if i'm putting uh, something uh, let's say of uh, cultural uh, the, the the status would of cultural icon Uh, then i would uh, definitely try and put a gif uh, which mm. has uh, the late uh, james dean on on that uh, gif itself and which speaks the story actually like something which is related to the magnetism or mm-hmm. charisma of a person then then i think uh, uh, the western populace at large and even the world at large uh, there has been a lot of iconic personalities like martin luther king then uh, mahatma gandhi and mm-hmm. uh, then uh, uh, nelson mandela and many many more like that uh, but uh, when i'm specifically speaking about pop culture then uh, america has uh, this uh, legendary uh, personality in the name of james dean so i will definitely put mm-hmm. a gif which has james dean not on it and which is a let's say which is a screen capture from his movie mm-hmm. and then it has that interactive element to it by putting that gif there it has that interactive element to it the audience can actually feel the message mm-hmm. given, given the given the facilitated technological era we are we all are in it's like the audience mm-hmm. can feel the message it's, it's another story that we are in a a real time situation we are in a proper event uh, let's say we are in a workshop seminar Th- that is another story but sitting in front of our consoles in front of our uh, digital machines in front of our handheld devices uh, we can ta- we can make use of technology in this and this uh, manner and mode to tell our stories mhm Yes, Francis. Awesome, awesome. Very, very good answer. And I just want to say to all who are in the chat room, if you would like to speak to Jawed Akhtar, who is the feature artist in the spotlight tonight, all you need to do is as follows. You have to call in. The call-in number is 724-444-7444. Four. and the id number for the show is 133193 and then press the pound key and for those of you who are not members of talk show talk shoe you would need to press 1 and then pound to join the conversation but for those of you who are members of talk shoe The final thing to do is you need to key on the telephone keypad, key your PIN number, and then press pound, and you will join the call. Thank you so much. I can see that we have a lot of callers who are just joining us tonight, and I just want to say for sake of those who are new joining tonight's discussion, we are very privileged to have Jawed Akhtar from India ladies and gentlemen with us to discuss 
more about his passion, and he shares a like passion with each and every one of us. We are all artists in our own right, and he is a visual artist as well as a writer and a creative writer. And so we are very, very, very privileged tonight to have someone that wears more than just one style of art as for his hat as a writer or a creative mind artist. So for those of you with questions, don't forget, if you have called in, the number is 724-444-7444, and the call ID number is one. 1- Three three one nine three, and then press pound. Listen closely for the voice prompts. The voice prompts will instruct you as to what you need to do, and as you follow the voice prompts, you will have no delay in joining the call tonight. All I ask is that you raise your hand. If I have muted your mic, it is because we do have house rules. And I will invite you to speak in the order in which your hand is raised. In order to raise your hand, you need to press the asterisk key and then press number 8 on your telephone keypad. And now we will resume the interview with the feature artist in the spotlight, Jawed Akhtar. Welcome back, Jawed. Uh, Thank you so very much, uh, Franson. Thank you. And you are so very welcome. And I do want everyone to know, you mentioned James Dean, and I think all of us have a idol or a celebrity of choice that we preference as being one that, you know, if we could be them, (laughs) you know, we would like to become them in some way. Or we just really admire them for their artistry. Um, what would you like to share with everyone that you find is very fascinating about the performance artist um, whom we know as the legendary James Dean? Okay, James Dean. Uh, he is, uh, there is a famous quotation actually of uh, Jim Morrison. I would like to read that aloud uh, uh, regarding James Dean, uh, read it aloud to the to our respected audience, to our loving audience, Franson. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that uh, kind of suits James Dean, uh, James Dean's uh, personality at the first place. Uh, mm-hmm. I would very much uh, like to read that out. I'll oh. just uh, yeah. yeah. Yes, you just, you uh, are welcome. You are welcome to do yeah. so, and thank you for asking. Yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, basically, it, it goes something like this, uh, friends, in this quotation. Uh, I see, uh, within quotes, I see myself as a huge, fiery comet, a shooting star. Everyone mm-hmm. stops, points up, and gasps. Oh, look at that. Then whoosh, I'm gone. And they'll never see anything like it ever again, and they won't be able to forget me ever. <laughs> mm. So this was authored by Jim Morrison, uh, the, the legendary frontman of The Doors, uh, the rock band Doors from the States. 
Yeah. Uh, what I wanted to say, this this quotation actually, in my opinion or in my perception, it fits uh, the charisma or the energy, the whole persona of James Dean, uh, mm-hmm. because it's it's always said uh, an artist uh, he he lives in his own cocoon and art, an artist he or she dwells and lives and breathes in his own cocoon but mm-hmm. then thinks about the world at large yes this is the irony he or she lives in his own cocoon lives in his or her own cocoon but then thinks about the world at large this is what happened to james dean he he is projected as a uh, as a loner, uh, as a loner, actually, all his biographers and all they they call him as a kind of uh, what to say uh, an introvert, not not mm-hmm. in the negative sense, of course. When speaking when speaking about a charismatic uh, uh, icon and a cult icon, most uh, most preferably, that will be the words to best describe James Dean, but mm-hmm. not to. Uh, put put his persona into watertight compartments. We can never do that to any persona for that matter. Uh, yeah. But when speaking about a person as James Dean, uh, I uh, I basically think he he is someone who is very eccentric. All artists are eccentric because he mm. used to say that uh, I uh, emulate my acting skills uh, from from animals around me. From animals in my farm. Hmm. Uh, just look at that. Yeah, just look at that, uh, Franzen. Uh, mm-hmm. As you can observe, uh, he he makes this point that he uh, emulates the expressions uh, from from the animals, and then he uses it in his uh, acting skills, in in his performances. So this is someone who who is in the uh, tipping point of his intellect. Actually, this can be said by someone who is at the tipping point or who is at the uh, pinnacle of his or hers uh, intellect. Uh, James Dean, uh, I, I I like his performance. Uh, my favorite movie from James Dean's uh, career, movie career, is uh, Rebel Without a Cause. Like how he shows a disillusioned American teenager there, how he depicts uh, the the persona or the character of a disillusioned American teenager, uh, Rebel Without a Cause is based on a psychologist's uh, original work, mm-hmm. and it deals with issues like uh, generation gap, uh, juvenile delinquency. Okay. Then mm-hmm. ad- yeah, ad- adrenaline rush and raging mm-hmm. hormones and things like that. Uh, and it starred the legendary pair of James Dean and, uh, as you'll be knowing, Natalie Wood. So they had this on-screen chemistry in that movie. Uh, that is my favorite uh, movie out of James Dean's performance list. Uh, he always had this. He 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 basically he has iconized this image of a rebel man of a rebel man who has this angst in himself because yeah. he himself says uh, in his famous dialogue uh, in, in Rebel Without a Cause uh, like uh, where it runs somewhat like this, you are tearing me apart uh, and it becomes the catchphrase of the uh, movie also like the poster has these famous uh, 
lines it carries these famous lines like i would like to say it has something it runs something like this uh, uh, they they both came from uh, respected families uh, both natalywood and james bean the the character mm-hmm. shown in the movie and what makes him tick like like james bean is shown uh, wearing this uh, trademark uh, original blue denim the american denim jeans and then he's shown putting his hands in the pocket and he's uh, these these lines are on top of the poster like what makes him tick like a bomb <laughs> so so mm. uh, friends this, mm-hmm. this this uh, this this on screen uh, performance of being a loaded gun and then his 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 uh, real his real time or his real uh, life uh, persona mm-hmm. of a man who who lives life in his own terms actually a maverick a maverick personality mm. actually so yeah that that appeals to me that appeals to me uh, francin personally personally like uh, mm-hmm. he he had this uh, fetish for sp- sports car sports racing car and uh, that is how that is where tragically and ironically uh, much the dismay of his fans all around the world just like icons like bruce lee and everyone who had untimely deaths uh, right. he had this uh, how very dramatic death in the same sports car which he patronized that was a porsche porsche spider mhm yeah. yes wow you uh, said a mouthful i tell you you've given us a full illustration i'm sure everyone could feel the words the text the language the meaning the message um thank you for being so uh very uh descriptive in detail with describing the persona the tone the attitude the psychology and philosophy of um the artist otherwise known as the legendary James Dean and you use the word in particular maverick and i really like how you applied that word um in this instance because a maverick is an unorthodox or independent minded person uh this would be your nonconformist your free spirit and that was the uh typecast of the character that James Dean portrayed in many uh instances on film. So that was just very well um done on your part to use that word to describe to best describe this um renowned legendary American film artist otherwise known as James Dean. Thank you. Thank you, uh Franson. Thank you so very much. And we do have a couple of callers and one in particular I believe is calling uh from Virginia. Uh and I'm going to open their mic so if they have any questions for you, um they can ask those questions at this time. Welcome caller from Virginia. Welcome. Hi, doing? Hi, friend. Um this is uh Miss Automatic Charismatic. Oh, welcome. Yes, welcome. We're so very glad that you could join in 
discussion this evening, and I do want the caller from South Carolina also to know that I do acknowledge you in the call queue. I will be opening your mic next, and thank you for being diligent and waiting in session for your time, which is coming next. Um, So, sir, first and foremost, um, of course, you know, we are uh, privileged tonight. We have a feature artist in the spotlight um, who goes by the name Jawed Akhtar. He is from India, which is a different time zone (laughs) than our time zone, okay, in North America and in the U.S. Um, Right now in India, it is the early morning. It's um, after 6 a.m. And of course, in North America and on the East Coast where we are, it is in the evening at about 8.50. Am I correct? Charismatic? Automatic charismatic? Right. <laughs> now, I'm, I don't know how long you've been tuned in, but we started off with asking Jawed to share with us um, from the visual artist perspective what visual art entails what what does it mean what does it consist of and what is its purpose and how does it affect us what are the e or effects of visual artistry in our world and he um used various um uh descriptions uh one in general he spoke about words or text without illustration and how it is the illustration that makes the text or the message one that we can feel. It makes it tangible for us. And then he uh, touched on, we were discussing about uh, James Dean in particular and how, you know, as artists, we do have various artists that we tend to look up to or esteem and hold in high regard, and they inspire us in some way, or they motivate our art or us as artists to be the artist or artiste that we were born to become. And he touched on some very powerful things about James Dean, one in particular about the fact that he was um, what some would refer to as an introvert and how a lot of uh, what he was able to do as for his skill and talentry as an art artist was because he observed animals. He lived on a farm, and he would observe animals and how they behaved and how they acted. And that, for him, gave him a lot of insight, and it gave him a lot of uh, resource knowledge to use when performing on a stage. And it was some other beautiful, um, strong statements made But I'm going to ask you, Automatic Charismatic, might you have any questions or maybe even remarks in response to some of the statements that were shared by the feature artist? Uh, And I'm referring to him in a royal regard, Prince Jawed Akhtar. Um, I have a question. What's your... um uh, have you? Do you ever feel like um, you know? Now we're hearing. If you could do us a favor, we can hear you, but it sounds like there's some other background right. noise that's kind of. My bad. I, I, I was uh, 
I'll just watch it sell much. Oh, okay. Is it okay? Yeah, I, um, I'll pause it. Um, no problem. What's the? Uh, is there a big goal that you want to achieve? So like, uh, or um, it's mainly. Uh, do you have like a like a huge goal that you want to achieve? That's my question. Uh, uh, yes, uh, yes, sir. Uh, can can you please repeat that? I, I'm so sorry. Um, is there a goal that you want to achieve? Okay. Yeah, I was wondering. Um, what what's your big, what's your biggest ambition? Okay, uh, uh, you 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 are asking me, sir, that. What's my biggest ambition? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, okay. What's my biggest ambition? Uh, and if you have a primary ambition, goal, I believe he would like for you to share what that primary or priority okay. mission might be. Pri- Thank you. Okay, primary goal. Okay, uh, sir. So, uh, to to address to be able to address your question. Uh, thank you so very much for putting forth uh, that query. I would like to say my biggest ambition or my uh, primary goal is to stand for everything positive, positive mm. in life. Let's say like the rising sun, uh, a, a, a girl actually who is much younger to me in New Delhi, she had told me, she's a student, she had told me uh, like in one of our meetings, uh, a coffee meeting, she had told me that uh, uh, Javed, uh, the the morning sun which we witness in out of our windows uh, every morning, uh, each each working day of the calendar is the biggest miracle. Is the big one of the biggest miracles that we witness in our lives, in our everyday lives. Uh, that is to say, I was amazed at her wisdom. Basically, just to take from her wisdom, just to take a cue from her statement, whatever she made, it is like. Amazing! How can a uh, how can uh, just a such a young girl uh, say something like that? Such a young human mm. being, most importantly, yeah. The level of wisdom there. Uh, I would like to say I would always like to stand for everything positive, everything which is powerful, uh, everything which is positive, everything which is powerful. Uh, I would like to clear this uh, message. Mm. Uh, it's like this may sound very abstract, uh, Franson. Oh okay. Um, yeah, like uh, uh, to to stand something, uh, stand, to to be able to stand for something which is positive. It is like uh, disseminating positive literature among people, disseminating positive and powerful poetry among people, revolutionary poetry, like uh, like the Harlem Renaissance. Uh, mm-hmm. The Harlem Renaissance in America witnessed a lot of powerful writings, both uh, in the spaces of poetry as well as prose. And uh, uh, we, 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 can, uh, we can take instance from all the uh, heroic uh, instances uh, which, have, which have taken uh, place in the pages of history in the years gone by of mankind, mankind's progression so far. Till the till the till the digital age, till till the technological era, 
we we all are in uh, it's like uh, when we say about uh, this uh, this space when we talk about this space of uh, when when i when i when i can call it as my prerogative uh, basically to uh, to take up this call to 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 take this calling uh, in life and stand for everything uh positive to touch humanity to to be able to touch uh, fellow human beings lives in a in a very positive manner uh, my 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 primary goal is to tell human stories is to tell stories about conversations is to tell stories about everyday lives uh is to tell stories about uh, uh nuances and intricacies observed uh by me let's say uh very romantically if we put it very romantically here sitting in a coffee shop uh looking outside and then uh looking at the same situation by putting our feet in in his or her shoes our fellow human beings uh because it's said in all the faiths they say that uh one has to keep his or hers uh, feet in one's shoes to experience their personal journey their odyssey their uh, esoteric experiences their intangible life life changing journeys so uh, i want to be a change agent this may sound very uh, over the top prajan but i want to be a change agent uh by means of these positive literature positive poetry powerful writings journal entries quotations uh, i would like to explore the whole world of literature to the fullest and churn and harness and tap all the potentialities which are there in the field of literature and poetry and use it to the very fullest uh to 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 serve mankind to serve mankind from the very uh uh instance when they say when when individuals across the world say we have stopped reading newspapers mm. uh, i myself come from the field of media and they say we have stopped reading newspapers or we have stopped tuning on to or switching on to our electronic mediums uh we we do not watch news because uh news nowadays they always carry stories about uh, very uh, negative incidents negative instances and uh, all the world the world around us is in a state of chaos is uh, is in a state of turmoil with uh, everything happening for personal greed and uh, uh, personal uh, selfishness the 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 negative attribute of selfishness so i want to uh set up an unconventional media front uh and an offbeat uh media uh which is, which is fashioned on offbeat lines and which is uh, romantically speaking franzen which which stands true uh, to all the uh, fathers of our civilization which stands true to the tenets of all the fathers of our civilization or which is summarized in such uh, let's say in such a instance as let's say the lyrics of uh, the famous uh, and legendary 
John Lennon. John Lennon's uh, iconic song, Imagine. Imagine mm-hmm. there are no countries, nothing to kill and die for. So uh, we have to look at powerful messages like this, Pranzen. And mm-hmm. I want to make use of media around me, literature, prose, poetry, everything around me mm. uh, to to serve humanity. Yes. Excellent, excellent. Well, I have to say, yeah. I I so so admire you for that passion and drive and that vision that you have. I think it's a um, world quest for some, and 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 definitely for anyone who is a humanitarian. Um, your your desire is to be an agent for change and to change or impact the world for change, to impact the world for change. And the change that we want to see, of course, is social reform. We want to see social justice. We want to see equity. We want um, for everyone to be able to live in harmony those are key things that I believe everyone does embrace, um, whom is at the core of their being a humanitarian, if they truly um, cherish human dignity and they truly are a lover of life and humanity, then that is definitely their drive, that is definitely their passion. That is their vision, and it's a world vision. I commend you on your um, your ambition, your your highest or greatest ambition and primary goal. I'm hoping that everyone that's tuning in is um, reflecting on much of what Jawed Akhtar has shared thus far during the interview tonight. We have a call. We have a couple of callers. I do want to acknowledge Queen Zipporah Thelman, who has joined us. Welcome, uh, Queen Zipporah, co-host. Thank you, Queen Zipporah. How are you and everyone this evening? Oh, I am. I am truly. I tell you, I am so very um, deeply um, joyful right now, just based on the way uh, Jawed, and I'm going to refer to him in a regal respect or regard, a royal um, regard, uh, Prince Jawed Akhtar. He is, of course, the feature artist in the spotlight tonight, and he's joining us from India, Queen Zipporah. Oh, hello, Prince Jawed. How are you? Uh, thank you so very much, uh, madam. Hello. I'm fine. Uh, it is actually, Franson is holding me into higher regard, our immaculate <laughs> hostess here, and she's referring to me as Prince. I feel like Black Panther from the Marvel <laughs> comic books, <laughs> who is the scion of a, an island nation. And basically, these are some of these uh, childhood characters whom I followed in the mm. space of parallel literature. So Franzen referring me to as Prince and Regal, <laughs> I sudden, I'm suddenly reminded of Black Panther. Tachalla, I think oh, his oh. alter ego is called as Tachalla. Yeah. Okay. Also, he's regarded okay. as a superhero. <laughs> no, hey. that was just a romantic nostalgia. <laughs> mm. And that's so very yes. important, wouldn't you say? Like, um, how we see ourselves, 
-hmm. has a lot to do with our outcomes and even our pursuits. And if we see ourselves as being larger than life or super Mm -hmm. or great or wonderful, you know, then I think we will definitely strive for these things as well in others as well as um, we will um, pursue these pursuits that are wonderful and excellent and phenomenal. We'll start doing more great works. It all has to do with our perception of ourselves. So I definitely want to encourage everyone tonight to, yes, why not have a superhero alter ego? Why not? I don't think it would hurt anything. And if you consider our superheroes and what they actually achieve, all of them saved the day. All of them were able to accomplish the greater good. They helped humanity. And if we have that perspective, I think we'll find ourselves more the humanitarian in our living than to be selfish and only wanting to do things for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I was like to comment on, like, the whole, you know, superhero saving the day, Batman is the boss. <laughs> Wait a minute, say that louder for everyone. Batman is the boss. <laughs> Batman is the like... boss, okay. <laughs> Did you say Batman is the boss? Well, he's the boss on the superheroes, I have to say. That's what oh, wow. <laughs> See, you know, all of us, I beg to differ. You know, my favorite... My favorite is Iron Man, you know, but <laughs> we all have our, you know, we all have our preference. But what counts is we do understand that whoever created, the creator of the superheroes had that, I really believe, perspective and philosophy of thought in mind. If you perceive yourself to be great, you know, we all, um, you know, we all have those desires that, you know, we hope to fulfill in our lifetime. But it's only when we achieve the greater good of Mm -hmm. all of humanity are we really super. And I think that's the undertone of the whole um, existence of the superhero um, characters. Mm -hmm. Achieving the greater good of all of humanity, that's that's what it's all about. Mm We have a caller from South Carolina. Caller from South Carolina, welcome. Um, hi. My my number is from South Carolina. Are you speaking to me? Yes. Please give us your name and share if you are an artist, what genre of art or what art form you create. And welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. This is Sage, the poet and host, and I am so honored that you would join us tonight. Welcome. Well, thank you. I, I'm I'm glad to be here. This is my first visit. I, I, I this is my cell phone. I actually am from Arizona now, originally from Oregon. Um, back in 2010, I retired, and um, in that process of retiring, I started writing and mm-hmm. found found a um, deep-seated love and passion and ability for uh, poetry and inspirational writing, and actually. Um, I joined in the show because uh, of Facebook, and we're befriended there. Okay. And, yes, ma'am. And and my name is Pamela Vinson. Yes. Oh my! So glad you could join, Pamela. 
Thank you. I'm very glad <laughs> to be here. Um, I'm actually going through a reconstruction in my life, and mm. and I'm getting ready to um, devote uh, my so-called spare time, hobby time, and and into my passion of writing. Yes. My goal, my goal is to um, set out to finish up book that I've been promising myself for a few years to write. So oh. that's, and I'm just I'm just listening to the artistry and and the passion and sharing. I appreciate everybody's um, input tonight. It, it feels good to be a part of of something that um, it just inspires me and, and touches me. And I appreciate um, the invitation and and the opportunity to join you tonight. Thank you. Well, I'm so glad you called because, um, of course, we always have a feature artist in the spotlight for the first hour of the show. And for tonight we had, um, we've been honored to have um, uh, Jawed Akhtar, and he's joining us from India. And he was sharing so much insight with us about art and artistry and we touched on um, our topic is uh, creative writing, but we touched on the visual arts, and he shared about the relevance of visual art to text. Yes, yes, ma'am, and and it's it's wonderful because uh, I I actually become inspired by pictures, and mm-hmm. I have. I have many things I want to write about, and then a picture will touch me, and and the words. I mean, it just flows out. It's just it's just there and ready to come out, and I can so relate to the visual aspect. And not only do the the pictures speak a thousand words, the words speak a thousand pictures, and mm. and the combination of the two um, touches each person so differently because of our individual experiences and 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 you know our pains and our passions and it, you know I, I think the the visual and the and the text combination is very creative and very important yes and i i have to confirm what what your last statement was of the importance of the two we've got to keep in mind um we're in a world where um that which is seen is what's remembered. So it really pays off greatest or the best when we can illustrate, whether it's via a sketching, um, a painting, or even just our bodies as we perform the art, you know, a performance artist in general. It's so helpful. I I, I think that... So many people appreciate it, but unfortunately, there are some that haven't had the opportunity to experience the beauty of expression. And um, mm. I think this this talk show and reaching out and sharing that opportunity for people to get the insight is really an opportunity for us all, you know, to not grow just as artists, but to reach out and and share that art with people that that need that um connection it's 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 mm-hmm. almost a spiritual connection with art and 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 the flow whether it be dancing or comedy you know all those things um feed our souls and feed our personalities and and 
our spirit, you know, and I, I think that it, it joins us in, in a community of uh, beauty and passion and, and positivity and in a way that, you know, other things um, touch in but don't quite go to the level of, in my opinion. Yes, very, very well taken. Thank you for sharing that opinion. And it helped to shed light on the truths that have been shared on this panel tonight by our future artists. And we're going to have our future artists to share with everyone how they can connect with him online because he is available for for you to connect with him via social media. Um, of course, he was in the spotlight for tonight's show. I believe this was the second time. Am I correct, Jawed? Yes, uh, this is the second time around. Uh, yes, Francis, the second time. Are, and yes, very, very articulate and very well pointed in his opinions and insight. And I, I look forward to the opportunity to get that information and, and um, you know, possibly connect with them to some level. Mm-hmm. And I think that I could learn a lot from him, and I, I hope to share some, too. Oh, my, yes. And I don't know if you're um, online where you can visit the event page for tonight's show, but on the event page, I feature, um, I believe it's Coffee Romanticisms, uh, Coffee Romanticisms is one of the social media pages that Jawed is one of the administrators of on uh, Facebook. And it is definitely for, it is a page created for the artist to express their passion for art and for life. And um, I, I know that you would really be inspired if you were to join that page. I am definitely a member. Sage the Poet is my pen name as an artist. And I am always inspired by the writings and the pictures that yes. are featured there. And I'll have Jawed now to share his contact information and how you can connect with him. Jawed, the mic is in your hands. Oh, thank you so very much. Francine, for providing mm-hmm. me this opportunity to reach out to the world. Oh, you and, are so uh, very welcome. Thank you for even accepting the offer. And, of course, I always say this, and I really mean it, um, the door of this show swings wide open to you. You are a preferred guest. Welcome at any time. Um, I'm even even going to extend to you, if you'd like to to remain on the panel as the co-host takes over because this is the um, publishing tips hour that we're now venturing into, feel free to do that because this is when we can ask questions about composition and what uh, route we should take if we want to become a published author and um, what are the options that we have, and any other questions regarding publishing. You will receive free publishing tips and consultation during the next segment hour of the show. So if you can tarry with us, Jawed, please do, and I will definitely refer to you as well 
as one of the experts on the panel to um, inform any of the callers that may have questions to direct uh, regarding publishing and writing and et cetera. Okay? Yes, uh, Franson, uh, definitely. All right. Well, now the mic is in your hands, and please share with our listening audience how everyone can contact you and connect with you beyond the platform of this show tonight. Thank okay. you. Thank you so very much, Franson. Uh, I would I would share my uh, email ID. This is uh, mm-hmm. Deadline Javed, uh, D E A D L I N E Deadline Javed, J A W E D Javed at the rate of gmail dot com. Deadline Javed at the rate of gmail dot com. And, and uh, I'm pr- okay. I have email. Deadline Javed at at the rate of gmail.com. And at three, I'm sorry, what what, what comes after the no, at, please? At, at, at uh, like, like uh, this is this runs as, uh, Franson, mm-hmm. deadline javed at gmail.com. At oh, gmail.com. okay. Yeah, so yeah. it's deadline javed at gmail.com. G- gmail.com. Mm-hmm. This is the... This is the email ID where I can be contacted at, okay. and uh, uh, the, the you are already there in my uh, you can say this this humble little group social media group which I run on both mm-hmm. Facebook uh, coffee table romanticisms. Yes. Coffee so coffee table. table romanticisms, yeah, coffee table romanticisms taking a cue. Uh, from all the positives you spoke about of your experience by being in that group, uh, mm-hmm. Franson, it is a, it is a, you can say, I can term it in, in mere words as a mecca or a hub okay. spot of all creativists and all the artists in the world, of as well as national repute from India, as well as abroad, from the States, from Europe, from from from, uh, you can say, other continents, other places, everywhere, actually. So we share a common uh, uh, essence of bringing together art, life, culture, heritage, and uh, poetry, music. Uh, Mm -hmm. So Coffee Table Romanticisms, it stands for all these. It's about human conversation. It is about going beyond the conversational tables, starting from the conversational tables to the point of going beyond the conversational tables, be it genres like surrealism, be it genres like mixed media, be it genres like hypermedia, because uh, mm. Coffee Table Romanticisms is the only social media group on the platform of Facebook, on the platform of Facebook, the social network, uh, which caters to digital media, which actually uses GIS, GIS stickers with messages on top of it, like making them into posts. Yes. uh, And uh, this is how I want to make a change. I want to make a change. Uh, I want to make a change passionately by, by posting and by this by this digital encapsulation of positive messages, mm. of positive literature. 
relating to human experiences, relating to the experience of a rock in the river, or let's say the experience of a blade of grass, mm-hmm. or some virgin territory, or some, or some utopia, some, some imaginary land, uh, some nation which has everything constant and perfect going in it. Awesome. Excellent. What yes. what a wonderful uh, concept to feature on social media. I believe that coffee romanticism is definitely a mecca in sorts. It's where people can come that need that lift um, intellectually, spiritually, and soulfully. I believe, you know, we need a place to come to as artists where we can be revived, rejuvenated, regenerated. Um, You know, a lot of times as artists, we're constantly giving out, but we're not always taking in. And it takes an artist to understand an artist. And I think sometimes in the council of artists coming together, then purposes can be made known and also a deeper appreciation for the art and the gift that we all possess can be discovered. So I definitely um, want to encourage anyone, if you have not yet visited Coffee Romanticism on social media, on Facebook, you need to search under that name, Coffee Romanticism. And I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I will advise you, you won't be disappointed if you do join. I have joined and I'm there every day just browsing and getting inspired and uplifted and enlightenment as well. There's so many sages, so many wise um, souls, male and female, that just liberally share the wisdom, the profound wisdom and the insight that they have about our universe. And they do it through the vein of art. Through the vein of art. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you truly are passionate about art in general, then I challenge you to visit Coffee Romanticism. Um, this is Pam. Do you hear me still? Yes. I, I, I'm looking on Facebook, and I, I found a, a closed group called Coffee Table Romanticism. Is that the group? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, coffee table romanticism. But it's is a closed group. I'm I'm on the phone, so I'm more limited. How do I um um request membership to the group? I, I'm really good not... question. And I'm going to direct ja, that question to Jawed at this time. He's one of the administrators of that page, and he can guide you through that process. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, sir. You're welcome. Yes, uh, dear brother. Thank you so very much, uh, Francine, for passing on the mic. Uh, oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, uh, brother. Uh, we are pleased to have you on board. Uh, you can uh, directly send an ad request to this closed group. Yes, this 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 is the group. 
which uh, we all were talking about coffee table romanticisms that's the name uh you can send an ad request here and uh, the administrators of the group will get back to you yes um yes uh, um i i i i um I'm limited on the phone. I'm going to have to um, get on a computer because I'm not getting the option to send a request, uh, join the okay, request on the phone. Yeah, but okay, I, okay. I, I will. And, and I'm Pamela Vincent, and um, I, I really, I, I'm reading this, and, and I've heard these, what you've talked about, and I would definitely love to um, to be able to join the group and 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 um partake in the in the um sharing of of our artistries it would be wonderful so thank you so much for the information and i i will um get on a computer and, and send a request i'm i'm sure it's the limitations of the phone that is why i can't yes i believe so yeah but i do want to urge you don't don't disconnect um, if you're connected via the phone, unless you're going to connect via the computer, because you're going to get a lot of um, good resource information with, within the next, I would say, 30 to 40 minutes, we're going to be discussing publishing. And I know that you had made mention that you have a book that you are working on getting published. So this is the portion of the show where any information that you have need of knowing, the co-host, uh, Queen Zipporah Thelman, will now be uh, taking the helm of the ship, and I'm going to pass the mic on to her, and she'll um, help navigate you on your journey to awesome. knowing this the things you need to know to become public. wonderful. Just, <laughs> I'm so glad, so glad that, We've connected and, and that I joined joined your show tonight with the with the invitation that was sent. So yes, definitely. I, I'm not disconnecting. I I can wait to get on a computer and um go find the the ta- uh, coffee table romanticism again. I'm sure that 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 will be you know quickly done. But I don't want to miss out on the opportunity to to hear this information coming up. So thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. I tell you, it's all about uh, tuning in. I try to encourage um, everyone from week to week. We're always covering a lot of territory. And, you know, this is National Poetry Month, so you're also going to get the opportunity to hear some awesome poet uh, spit poetry live on the air tonight as well. So you're in for a treat. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I and and I hope that among the information is, you know, how I can continue to to uh, get um, connected with the group so I can get it mm-hmm. in my calendar and get my I, I I I'll partake until the ending of the show or I have to leave. <laughs> Whichever. Okay. Well, great. Well, well, we're connected now, and we're always on the air every Tuesday. It's a weekly um, show that runs, and it's all about artists mastering the craft and those that 
have not yet become published, learning and finding out the things they need to know to get published. And for those that may already have published books, if they need to better promote their um, their book to heighten or increase their book sales, we have a fan page on Facebook, which is entitled The Exceptional Scribble Show. And if you do a search under the name The Exceptional Scribble Show, you will find our fan page. On that page, we encourage all artists to post any books that they have, any published works, whether they're books, whether it's music, um, whether they have a um, trailer for a movie or film or documentary, whatever their art is, we have that page created and designed for them so that they can acquire the exposure that they should get and that they need so that they can further advance their art. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, indeed. I, yes, I think I found that, that fan page and a link on the show. Um, oh, great, great. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's, and I, I will be visiting there, too. Thank you so much. This oh, you're very awesome. welcome. Thank you. And just so that you know, we're um, definitely a support group we are definitely a resource for the artists because we have seen and witnessed firsthand Queens of Poor and myself. We live in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, a very big city, a city that embraces the arts. However, we still see there are so many artists that aren't yet connected with a support group. And so they're starving and they're struggling artists, and we want to end that. We want artists to know that you are worth so much more than what you may feel or what others may even um, express to you or you may even perceive about yourself. And we know that the struggle is real, but we also know that we can end the struggle by uniting as well. So that's what we are about. Absolutely. And I've seen some exceptional writing and artistry and and even singing that, that of people with people that totally need the this type of support and inspiration. So I I, I just am, I just feel blessed right now. Thank you. Okay. Well we're blessed to have you and we want you to know Phil at home, this is your home as an artist. This this panel was designed with you in mind. So enjoy the experience. I am. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And Jawed, um, any other information that you have for our listening audience, the mic is in your hands. Feel free to share it because we want everyone to know all that they should as for how they can connect with you and all of your uh, um, artist pages that are now up and running and available for them to access on social media. The mic is in your hands. Uh, thank you so very much, Franson. You're very uh, uh, Yeah, uh, I, w- I would like all my I would like my esteemed and lovable audience uh, to connect with me on coffee table romanticisms, as already said sometime before uh, mm-hmm. in a show show tonight. Uh, the coffee table romanticism stands as a mecca for all creativists 
artists and enthusiasts, life enthusiasts, conversationalists uh, all around the world. Uh, coffee table romanticism uh, serves as a cafe or as a hub spot for all the artists of national as well as importance, as well as uh, international repute and importance. Uh, so you can connect with me on coffee table romanticism. And I'm sure as Susan herself told in her, in her signature style that uh, you people won't be disappointed by being connected here. Mm. And uh, I would like to mention, Francine, there are few other groups uh, run mm. by few of my author, author friends uh, where uh, our where esteemed audience, where our respected and lovable audience would love to connect to actually. They, they serve as knowledge bases and they are doing a whole lot of substantial work. Mm. So I, I would definitely like to take this opportunity, take this opportunity to spread the word around for them. Uh, it's run by uh, an author uh, who is from India and who is settled at the Saudi Arabia, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. His name is Mr. Ampat Koshi and uh, he is one of the fine minds I have seen in the world of modern literature and poetry. Indian English, modern literature and poetry. And uh, Mr. Ampat Koshi groups, uh, they, uh, they are like, one is select stuff, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Franzen, select stuff. And uh, one is the significant league, the significant league, which again comprises of authors and poets of national as well as international importance and repute. And uh, then there is one more uh, group which is run by him, Mr. Ampat Koshi. It's called as Literary Criticism and Theory. So these groups actually, they are doing serious and substantial and significant work. So all, mm. all the people, all the courageous people in the world who would like to take up the nib or take up the pen in their hands, in their uh, crafty hands, uh, or in their artsy hands, they would, they would, they would love to. They would love the experience. I can say, I can spread this word from on my behalf. Actually, uh, like they would love the experience to be a part of all these consoles, of all these workstations, of these literary workstations. Mm. Yeah, Francine. That yes, is, thank you. That is all. Thanks so yeah. much, because that's very helpful. We need to know of every positive outlet that is um, available to us as artists, as well as um, for those of us who are scribes. Um, it's very helpful for us. Thanks for sharing that information. Um, and for the listening audience, you just heard from the feature artist in the spotlight, for episode 106 of the Exceptional Scribble Show, we indeed were highly honored to have Prince Jawed Akhtar with us. And he has shared with us so, so much, volumes, volumes, volumes of information and pertinent information for us. Resourceful, very resourceful. He's very resourceful. And what I'm going to say to everyone that was a 
listener tonight is as follows. I do hope that you took notes because this information that you got here and you did not have to pay, um, for many, they have to go to a um, event such as a conference or a workshop to acquire this knowledge and this information. And as liberal as he was in giving it, he gave us more than what we bargained for. And we did not have to pay one copper cent for any of it. So I want to say to you, do yourself this favor. Begin to write down any and everything that you can remember that was shared on tonight during that interview because I guarantee you, you may not hear it again, not the way it was given out tonight. You may hear it again, but not the way it was given out tonight. And it's always good to reflect. Reflective writing is so very important because it helps us to retain information. So please reflect on what was said and shared with us all tonight during the interview and retain that. It's pertinent information, and I guarantee you it will make your journey sweeter, your journey, because we're all on this journey as artists. We're yet evolving to become the artists that we were born to be. And in time, we will reach that plateau. We will complete the journey. But for now, while we're still on a journey, every time we have this type of a forum where we're able to engage in wholesome dialogue with other artists and they share freely, liberally, uh, the things that they know and that they've experienced and that they firsthand have acquired that benefited them as an artist and a writer, it's only going to further enhance what you've already experienced and what you have come to know. So let's continue in saying this. We will commit ourselves to continue to evolve as artists and to remember that any and every time we have an open forum that's designed for artists, and it's one where we can ask questions and acquire full answers, it is a time for us to glean. It is a time for us to study. It is a time for us to write things down and then to reflect or revisit those things that we were exposed to. Why? Because they're necessary for us to know. This was necessary tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And Jawed, I want to say to you, is it possible that we can have you back for the month of June? Is that a possibility? For the month of June, Francis? Yes. Yeah, yes, uh, uh, definitely. I, I can be available. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I will definitely be in communication with you off of the air as for what date, but we definitely want you for the month of June. June is a very, very significant month. It is the halfway or midpoint of the year, the sixth month um, for us who go by the Julian calendar. 
Um, and we're looking forward to a lot. We have some very special uh, guests that are going to be on the platform in June, and the messages are all in sync, and I believe that your message is in sync with theirs, so I'm glad that you said yes. So we'll be talking off of the air about uh, what date is best because we definitely want it to be what's best for you and accommodating for you, and um, we're looking forward to you returning in June. Definitely, uh, Francis. Thank you so Thank very you. much and of for course, calling you know, me again. This platform is extended to you at any time, so whenever we're on the air, if you have a message you'd like to share with us or just some writing or some insights, or if you just want to uh, join and be inspired and uplifted, when we're on the air, you're welcome to do so. Thank, Thank you, you so very much, much Francis. Thank you. Thank you. And in, in closing, I'm going to ask Queen Zipporah. Queen Zipporah, was there anything that you would like to um, direct to Jawed before he leaves from the interview segment? And then, Jawed, if you can tarry for a while, we would love for you to, to stay on. And um, we're going to touch on publishing, and we would love to come back to you and ask you uh, some questions as well during that time. Uh, yes, uh, definitely. Okay. So, Queen if you, Zipporah? If, if you yeah. And if not on the phone, we understand if you have to join in the chat room, feel free if there's any uh, questions that you may have that you'd like to um, inform us that way if you're not able to stay on the call via the phone, um, feel free uh, to join in the chat room. The, uh, the, I, I won't be able to stay on the phone. Oh, okay. Is that yes, you can? Yes, yeah, I can. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, we're going to, um, pa I'm passing the mic now to Queen Zipporah Thelman. I do hear some chatter in the background. I believe we have a caller from New Jersey. Welcome, caller from New Jersey. Welcome, caller from New Jersey. Okay, I think they want to just listen. We have a caller from the Virgin Islands. Welcome, I believe this is Elder Sky Ski. Welcome. Well, greetings, greetings, everyone. Francine, the, the panel. Yes, I'm yes. Just, yeah. Welcome. On. How is everyone tonight? Oh, Hi, Dicey, how are you? We're, we're great. We have um, Jawed Akhtar. He's um, on the line tonight all the way from India. Yeah, well, welcome, welcome, and good, <laughs> good to hear your message. I really appreciate it, but brother man. Yeah. Jawed? Yes, uh, Francis. Yes, I'm here. Um, I believe Skysky had a response to your message. Skysky, you can... Uh, Tell Jawed well, what you'd like for him to know. Thank you. Yeah, I'm appreciative of, of your words, you know. I'm, I'm grateful to hear. I'm grateful to hear you, brother. Jawed? Thank you so very much. Thank you so very much, brother. Yes, I, it's a pleasure, man. You know, I, I yeah. kind of encourage you, you know. It's, it's, an, it's 
what we need in the world. It's what we need in the world, so I, I commend you. Thank you. Yeah. Also, we have Tiki, the soulful poet. Tiki, welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. Okay. Tiki? Greetings. Hi. Hi. Greetings. Hi. It's an honor. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. And and thank you um, for joining tonight. Of course, we had um, Jawed Akhtar from India as the oh. feature artist in the spotlight. Okay. And if you have maybe there may be some questions that you might have for him, uh, he's still with us. And you can ask those questions at this time. Oh, wow. Or even Um, if it's just remarks to or comments to maybe something that you heard, which he stated, uh, feel free to share them. I'm sure he would love to hear some responsive feedback to the interview. Oh, and, you know, I just joined, and I hate that I had just joined, but I uh, I was like, wait a minute, I got off early today. I had (laughs) had an early day at work today, so I'm not used to it. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm usually at work right now. I'm like, wait. Oh, right. Let me call my, I'm on the show and, you know. (laughs) Oh, thank you. It's unfortunately I missed the interview, but I'm I, I I'm I'm sure it was a, a a wonderful interview, and I'm 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 sure it was very informative. I'm definitely gonna have to take a listen to it. Okay, um, well, you know, I will definitely share that archive link as soon as it's ready, and I will make certain that you have access to it promptly. Cool, and uh, I I I do want to congratulate him. Um, for being the featured guest on on the show today, and oh. mm. thank you so very much, madam. Thank you. No problem. No problem. So, Fran, I, I'm I'm just glad to be able to listen into your show. Like I said, you know, it's been a while. So. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, listen. I want you to be aware if you um, are in the chat room. There's some information available for you to access. Uh, Jawed Akhtar has shared his email for okay. correspondences. Um, he also shared the link to Coffee Table Romanticisms. Um, if you're on oh. Facebook and would like to join that uh, um, page, it is for writers. And I must say, I am always, always inspired and even challenged. My pen is challenged when I visit that Mm. online page. I want to encourage you because I know we have a lot of the same likes when it comes to um, writing and and so forth as far as what we are en route to mastering as uh, scribes. So, I definitely want to encourage you to join Coffee Table Romanticisms. Oh, definitely. I'm going to write that down right now, and I'm going to definitely look into that. And you said it's on Facebook as a group? Yes. Okay. Yes, okay, indeed. One more time. And I can inbox, message you uh, the link as well. Uh, Coffee okay. Table Romanticisms. 
I like that name too. Coffee table romanticism. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and Javet, could you share what inspired the the title, please? You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> what What inspires the title? Yeah. Okay, Franson, mm-hmm. you're asking that. Okay, actually, Franson, uh, during my journalistic career, uh, I had this uh, editor uh, whose name is. Uh, uh, Mr. Shubir Bhomik, Shubir Bhomik from from West Bengal, West Bengal in India. Actually, I was working in a newspaper called the Seven Sisters Post in Assam, mm-hmm. Guwahati. Uh, that is the northeastern part of India. Assam is a state uh, which is famous for its tea. Actually, uh, tea. It's a tea growing state, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, I basically hail from there. Uh, like like my native place. It's my native place. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, um, what to say? Mr. Shubir Bhamek, he was my editor in one of the newspapers called Seven Sisters Post, as as told before. Mrs. Shubir Bhamek, I had I had uh, what to say? I had attended a lecture of his, a public lecture, where he was speaking about uh, uh, what to say. <laughs> this may this may mm-hmm. sound very uh, what to say. Uh, flirtatiously romantic while I say this uh, like uh, he had told that uh, uh, politicians nowadays in order to impress their girlfriends uh, become coffee table intellectuals or coffee table <laughs> romantics yeah uh, because like they, <laughs> yeah you, 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 you look at the circa yeah yeah you look at the circles of the intricacy which is here because only a journalist can say uh, in such a mood or such a banner or style, because definitely a journalist has this analytical mind, just like a writer or an artist, uh, and he works for the society at large. Uh, he 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 told this, modern day uh, politicians are just passing rhetoric, political rhetoric, and they <laughs> indulge in jingoism, and they are <laughs> comfortable romantics for their girlfriends. They they try to impress their girlfriends. So, uh, mm-hmm. so I I took up this cue actually, uh, friends, and this may sound very strange or absurd. I took up this cue. Okay, romance, romanticism covers everything, and it's the broad spectrum or panorama or everything. It covers a plethora of themes, be it mm-hmm. literature, be it spaces like poetry, prose, uh, lifestyle, glamour, then parallel literature the comic book universe, everything. So romanticism means escape, escape from the bitter realities of the world, basically. Uh, Just just to typecast it and just to keep it in an adjective level. Uh, And that onwards, coffee table is uh, like a metaphor or a symbol for everything Mm -hmm. conversational, which is bilateral, which is a two-way traffic, uh, which can include camaraderie, which can include bonhomi, friendship. So Mm -hmm. coffee table romanticisms across the conversational table into a world or into a plethora of themes which only inspires and inspires from strength to strength and from milestone to milestone that is trot upon by individuals in their respected respective and respected personal journeys, odysseys. Mm. 
Jawa, this is Queen Zipporah, and I'd like to, you know, comment about what you said, the romanticism connected it to, you know, politicians. Well, to break it down simply, it sounds like they read romance okay. novels to impress the yeah. girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like I, I, I'll tell something in between. Uh, I I would like to uh, say something in between. If you uh, provide me the opportunity, madam. Uh, yes. Uh, Mr. Ger- Mr. Gerardkins. Uh, he I, he he's an america based author he's an american writer he has mm-hmm. some superb quotations actually <laughs> yeah on uh, he has some superb uh, sarcastic and satirical quotes uh, and uh, liners and he he has many books published under his belt actually and uh, he has this very unconventional way of connecting one word with the other of connecting even something uh, as fabled or mythical as a fire-breathing dragon with that of a negative person. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So uh, he he uh, has a lot of uh, uh, what to say statements or quotations which are which, which revolve around the the buffoonery or let's say the the uh, the Laugh Olympics of uh, politicians. <laughs> Buffoonery. I, I've yeah. heard that word before. I'm trying to. I can't quite place where, but I know I've heard buffoon. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good word choice. Buffoonery. I think with the upcoming election as well. Right now, the primaries are underway here in the states in the U.S. And it's for the um, presidential uh, election, which will occur in November. And we've seen a lot of rhetoric, you know, it's always going to be a lot of rhetoric. And you have to not get blindsided by the rhetoric. And you've got to sift through all of the rhetoric to get to what is the fact. Mm-hmm. And we find that, you know, during this political uh, primary, we have seen buffoonery at work <laughs> by some of some of the candidates. And, I mean, it really was quite a circus at some points. Um, and the media, you know, the mm-hmm. media is going to do what they do best. They're going to hype it up. That's yeah. You know, how to get paid, mm-hmm. keep the ratings high. Yeah. And Queen Fran, this is Queen Zipporah, and you talk about it, I call it the Great American Stage Play Part 3. Mm. The Great American Stage Play Part 3, ladies and gentlemen. And I know some of us were trying to figure out what do we call this. We've never seen an election take on such a nature as this one has. Well, Queen Zipporah has just given us the title name for it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> just doing my job. <laughs> well, we have, um, I believe it's Mr. Boston on the line, and he has a, a message he'd like to render to our feature artist in the spotlight. Uh, Mr. Boston is in and out tonight. He is moving, and we are wishing him much success in his newfound place 
And we know he will make that house a home, and love is what does that best. So, Mr. Boston, welcome. Hey, what's going on, baby sister? You know I had to step in and just check on my baby sister, and I did, definitely wanted to shout out to Queen Sephora. I, I, I so mm. love you, because you, Queen Sephora, because you come and you support my little sister so well. <laughs> and, you know, nobody you. never gives you. Nobody never gives you your rightful place. So tonight, mm. I'm giving mm. you your rightful place as you sit on the throne in the mm. room, you know. This is Mr. Boston speaking to you, and I'm telling you, I got a lot of love for you and a lot of respect for you for what you do and what you attempt to do and what you set out to do. And I just want to say, baby girl, you accomplish everything that you do, and I just wanted to let you know that I appreciate you. Wow, that's big. Coming from Master Scribe, that's major. Much love to you, big brother. Yeah, baby girl. Baby <laughs> girl, you know what I'm saying. And then I just want to shout out to the the guests who came in tonight. I, I came in late. I came in on the tail end. Man, I just, I'm just going to tell you, I, I can't expound on what you said because I came in late. Mm-hmm. But let me just say this to you from my heart. I love the proceeds from your voice. Your voice carries that smooth uh, Tuscan over the rainbow voice. And man, you know, I, 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 you make me want to stick my girls on you. I'm gonna stick my girls on you, and you're gonna you have to come with some fixo dance. <laughs> you have to come with some fixo dance. You know what I'm saying? So you know, they come back and tell me you didn't fix it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come and see you. So don't make me do that. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Oh, goodness. He's riled up tonight. Wow. <laughs> Man, subscribe. That, yeah. Wow. You made me <laughs> blush hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I want to I expound on, on something else, Francine, uh, uh, um, that, mm-hmm. that you posted. You said, says something to the fact that character no longer is shaped by only two earnest fumbling experts, and now all the world's a sage. Mm. And, you know, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to say this to what I garner from that. Mm-hmm. You imagine less, less is what you undoubtedly deserve. But you have to do what you love and don't stop until you get what you love. You have to work hard as you can and imagine immensities. And you have to uh, have an inquiry into the power of your belief, both conscious and unconscious, and how changing even the simplest of them can have profound impact on nearly every single aspect of your life. Hmm. And a fixed mindset assumes that our character, intelligence, and creative ability are static givens, which we can't change in any meaningful way, and success is the affirmation of the inherent intelligence. An assessment of how those uh, 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 givens measure up against an equally fixed standard. So we strive for success and avoiding failure, and that all costs become what we uh, uh, maintain in the sense of being smart or skilled. And when we look at the growth mindset, uh, the growth mindset thrives on challenge and sees failure, 
not as evidence or unintelligence, but as a heartening springboard for growth and for stretching our existing abilities. You feel me? And that's how I want to mm-hmm. expound on that. Character no longer is shaped by only two earnest fumbling experts, now all the world's a sage. Wow. Wow. You definitely did that justice. What you uh, gave I, I, that was that I, was that was that was that was righteous. That was <laughs> suffice and it was more than enough. It was plentiful. It I tell you, anybody who came with an empty vessel this evening who needed some mental stimulation, if they didn't acquire it from what you just shared, then they're already dead. They just need somebody to put their body six feet under. <laughs> you know. And we I... don't want anybody to be like that, but I'm just saying um, sometimes you can be dead mentally and you just need that light. You just need that inspiration. And you gave us that spark tonight. If we needed it, to, we got I just it. Wanted to bring, I just wanted to bring a little Pharrell to the to the arena. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wash, away, wash, away, wash away all the organisms that keep them walking dead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <That's all> I <laughs> well, you did it. You did it. And I'm sure Jawed, Jawed. I'm going to ask you, is there any comment that you'd like to give um, in response to what Mr. Boston, a.k.a. Master Scribe, just shared with everyone? Uh, I'm I'm so sorry, uh, Franson. Uh, what did he what 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 did uh, he say exactly? Oh, um, he was he was responding to a yeah. um. A post that I had shared with him. Let me share what okay. that post reads. It is as follows: Character okay. no longer is shaped by only two earnest fumbling experts. Now all mm-hmm. the world's a sage, and we know sage is a word that's interchangeable with a wise man or a wise okay. one. In general, male or female. Okay. Okay. And uh, you you said uh, uh, the whole uh, 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 th- there are no fumbling experts. Mm-hmm. You, you said that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That character no okay. longer is shaped by only two earnest fumbling experts. Now all the world a sage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Speak of something very idealistic here, Franson, mm-hmm. from from what I can uh, gather, or what Sir has uh, uh, Sir has brought up this post very remarkably and significantly here. Uh, you speak of something idealistic. You speak of the one love concept, uh, mm. the the yeah the concept of one, one love, love uh, yeah yeah which 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 uh, covers boundaries which which goes beyond mm-hmm. horizon That's or right. which is like uh, uh which is like uh, which should be the very essence and the philosophy of the world today uh, mm. like uh, it is like loving nature and it is like uh, loving the earth it is loving animals it is loving 
coexisting creatures. It is like you saying uh, uh, beyond the words, like uh, it is going beyond the words uh, as in this space, like mm-hmm. uh, animal, uh, we are not, uh, animals are not dependent on us uh, mm-hmm. or our fellow uh, co-creatures. Uh, we are dependent on them. Or it mm. has always been a mutually interdependent scene. Uh, like mm-hmm. uh, this is to take out, uh, this is to take out egos, and this is to like uh, from from what I gather, it is like uh, this is to uh, uh, tell oneself that yes, I am a, I'm a victim. Yeah, le- let's le- le- uh, kindly stress on this word. Uh, kindly pay attention on this word. I would like to tell our precious audience, uh, mm-hmm. I'm a victim of modesty. I'm a victim oh, of modesty. humility. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a victim of humility. <laughs> You're the first to come on this platform and to admit that. Because I know there's some other victims of modesty out there, but you're the first to admit to it. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, you know, let me just, let me just say this because I got it. I I need to go because I got some more stuff to move. Okay. Let me just say this. Uh, um, Sometimes, when one is moving silently through such an uh, uh, utterly desolate landscape, an overwhelming hallucination can make one feel that oneself as an individual human being. And it's, and it's slowly being unraveled the surrounding spaces so vast that it becomes increasingly difficult to keep a balanced grip on one's own being. And the mind swells out to fill that entire landscape and becoming so diffused in the process that one loses the ability to keep it fast into the physical self. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 the sun would rise from east horizon and cut its way across the empty sky and sink below the western horizon. This was only the perceptible change in our surroundings. And in the moment and in the movement of the sun, we feel something. And we mm-hmm. hardly know how to name to name it. Uh, but I name it that huge cosmic love. And when we look up, it widens our horizon, and we see what a little speck we are in the universe that is so insignificant, and we all take ourselves so seriously, but in the sky there are no boundaries, no difference of caste or religion or race. Mm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That one love, you just... Love. You just made that one love concept and principle which Jawed Akhtar uttered about first. You just put the period at the end of the sentence with your statement. That was awesome. That was unrehearsed, ladies and gentlemen. This is unscripted. This is raw tonight. I'm loving this. This is so very insightful. This is wholesome. This is what we need, you know, as as artists, as I think that we're all freedom fighters in our own right, and we want justice, and we use our pens, or we use our voices, we use our techniques as artists to advocate for 
justice. And we do care about the universe. We care about what's happening on earth. We care that our planet is sick and dying because we have not honored our mother earth. We care about this. And so we write and so we write and so we write. And sometimes we write and write and write until there's no ink left in our pens because we know that there's, there is an answer. There is a time to heal. And we're just trying to advocate for that. We want to see that one love. And that's really what it is. We're, we're all pushing forward for that one love to arise and manifest in our world today. I want to touch on, um, I want to invite uh, Skysky Rio to speak. He's our um, caller from the Virgin Islands, and I know he has some insights he'd love to uh, share that are relative to this discussion right now. Uh, Skysky, welcome back. Oh, I'm, I'm kind of listening and analyzing and processing Mm-hmm. It's um, it's a it's a few words, but it's so much, you know. It's just yeah. Kinda, uh, um, and we definitely want to hear your perspective. You're a sage as well. You're a wise one, and we know that in terms of one love, this is a principle and a truth that you live by. And if you can shed light on why it's so necessary that as humans, as well as as artists, that we keep in mind that that's where we all should constantly remain, that one love principle. It's actually a, a vibration. Mm-hmm. I guess the highest one that you, know, you could kind of try to latch on to. Hmm. It's just a, a harmony that everything shares. The, 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 you know, remember when in the Bible it said Christ called even a worm his friend? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how it, I guess in whatever passion, you know, um, once you have that basic vibration down or, or try to connect with it or mm-hmm. be in tune with it, I'm, I'm sure you, you would be successful in whatever your endeavor. But Modesty and, you know, just trying to do away with your ego is another thing, you know, that, that kind of goes, like kind of like what you guys were discussing, you know, that mm-hmm. you know, the, the the beating you take, a, you know, a little bit or a lot, and it's still, you know, you still have your, your common objective, I guess, to, to express express that, that, that higher frequency, I guess, in, in you guys' case, the, the writing and the poetry. Just mm. we're just walking, walking, and on your on your journey. So I'm I'm processing it, man, and, and analyzing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's all interesting to me. I'm grateful for the opportunity to to hear it. You know. Thank you. We we appreciate what you you know. We all come with experience, knowledge. And we all have an inner light. And when we all extend ourselves to come together, because it takes everyone opening up 
and being who they truly are for us to come together and have open dialogue. And when that occurs, then we all can see the light. I think mm-hmm. it takes everyone sharing their light, their inner light, for the whole truth to be revealed. Right. And that's what I believe this is, hearing from everyone, everyone sharing their truth. And then we come mm-hmm. to the conclusion of what is truth. Mm-hmm. I have a question for him, Francine. Yes. Okay. The question, well, I'm going to put it in a way that he can answer it. If there is hope over the horizon, truth always rises with time. Why does every road eventually narrow into a point at the horizon? Could you you say that again? I said, if there is hope over the horizon, truth always rises with time. Why does every road eventually narrow into a point at the horizon? Well, isn't it kind of how you, you, every day you get wiser, but every day you go, you're closer to the grave? It's. Mm. I, I don't know. Um, that that's kind of how I'm picturing <laughs> what <laughs> what you said. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But you you had a point because that's where the point lies. Exactly. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> So we're grabbing, we're reaching, we're stretching, we're pulling, we're tugging, we're warring within ourselves and outwardly with each other just because we want to be what we're not and we're striving to become it by any means necessary. But when love is in the mix or in the midst of us, nobody gets hurt. And everybody that's reaching grasps what they're reaching for because everyone is going to be like that human chain and extend to make each other able to make the connection. So love is that one. That's the uni- unity. That's that's what we need mm-hmm. to get across. The threshold mm. from dying, from just dying, because we know cells are dying every day. Mm-hmm. But love is what pushes us beyond that. It 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 it, it elevates us beyond that, and then we see above that horizon, like you were saying over the rainbow. We see that hope, you know, mm-hmm. what things can be. Love makes us see what things can be, and love makes us strive to become that. True. Because the reality says, oh, why are you even 
trying is not worth it. Nobody wants it as bad as you. You're the only one, you know. Like, that's what our ego tells us. Why waste your time? Why put all that energy into it? Nobody's meeting you halfway. <laughs> you know, you battle with that. Yeah, I like to make a collection. It's not the ego, but it's the id. Thank you. Yeah, there you the go. The id, that's yeah. right. I appreciate that. Thank there you. you. Mm-hmm. That's that M-A-I? battle, you know, the yeah. inner mm-hmm. we're battling. Yeah. And Queen Frame, may I go ahead and just read my writing advice, you know, for tonight? Yes. All right. The writing advice I have is three three parts. Number one, impactful chapters of stories is essence. Number two, telling the same idea differently explains its usages. And number three, literature told in different viewpoints are stories. Does anyone have any question about anything that was just stated? The first one, if if you could say that one more time, Zipporah. Oh, sure. Okay. Impactful, spelled I-M, like Matt, P as in Peter, A, B, C, impactful, Jack, Mm -hmm. R, R, stories is, that's apostrophe, essence. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Mm. Mm, interesting. Continue. All right, that was a uh, Skysky had asked me to repeat. Oh, oh. yeah, I, I was just thinking about it a little bit more. Sorry, I, I, I don't have a response really. Sabor, I was just wondering, and I didn't quite hit it too too well the first time. Thank you, though. Uh, You're welcome. Mm -hmm. And should I, you know, repeat the last two? Yes. All right. Number two, telling the same idea differently explains its usages. And number three, Mm -hmm. literature told in different viewpoints are stories. The second one, could you elaborate one more time on on that one? All right. Telling the same idea differently explains its usages. And I'll explain what I mean because I discovered this for one of my stories as Mm -hmm. I was using a word and I already had the way I was going to use it. And then I found that I was also using it, you know, as another way. Oh. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> hmm yeah, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And for, you know, the publishing advice, I would say the most important thing is uh, for traditional publishing, when looking for literary agents, never give them any money up front. Mm. They ask, 
Asia. If literary agents ask for an upfront fee, leave them alone because they are scammers. They would just take the given money and won't further help the authors. Good advice. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very important. And another helpful way to find out if agents are legal is to call mm-hmm. the bookstores and see if their clients' books are on the shelves. Mm-hmm. Does that happen a lot up there in America? A lot of scam artists? Mm-hmm. Um, they're not just in America, but on our planet Earth. Mm. That's unfortunate. Yes, it is. That's kind of a sacred, sacred art right there, man. You know, to somebody's you, mm. you know, spirit yeah. goes into their work. You know, as they what it's called, what these scammers are doing is using it's called the power of uncertainty, which means that the unfortunate, you know, targets don't know. Like and so the, uh, like the scammers do, and so they're going to depend on what to believe what the scammers say, without you know investigating themselves. Mm. Or rather, investigating for themselves. They're so full of zeal that any opportunity that comes up, they think it's legit, and they give. You, I imagine that could kind of kill somebody's spirit if that happens to them too. Mm. You know? Wait, what was that, I, I imagine that could really kill a person's spirit. You know, if they, that initially happens to them when, like, it was their first book or something to get published, that wouldn't be a good thing at all. Well, you know, it would. It can happen, yeah, to a person that doesn't know. And of course, it would. It depends, but it depends on how the person would react to it, because experiences mm-hmm. affect people differently. So, yeah, people, they'll be, you know, sad, and of course, angry, you know, and then, you know, depressed, you know, from thinking yeah. that, you know, they'll run into, you know, having that same, run into the same thing with a legal agent when they find out in the end because they'll believe mm-hmm. that, all right, this legal agent is really, you know, a bad one in disguise. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we were touching on tonight with the, the concept of love. I'm going to just keep you going, Miss son. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything good has a, you have to pay a, have to put some work into it, don't you? Mm. Get some, I'm some trying. reward. Um, and did anyone else have a question? I'm going to ask uh, Pamela. Yes, ma'am. Um, do you might you have a question for Queen Zipporah in regards to any of the uh, read commentary which he shared thus far. Um, I I really do have questions. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Um, there are so many opportunities these days to, um, you know, publish yourself mm-hmm. um, free of charge and da 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 da. You know, I I, I would like to know. Is that really beneficial, or is it better to find a publisher that um, you know help you get your 
um, your work out and exposed. Is there um, a, a real benefit to finding a publisher or um, doing a self-publishing and reaching out and doing your own, you know, um, web page, advertisement, you know, social media, that type of, um, you know, reaching out. Um, basically, what what is the benefit of each and what is the negativity of each? Mm. All right. Well, I'm going to start with the positivity first. And um, could you hold, please, while uh, what I'm going to tell you is from a veteran author. Mm. Yes, ma'am. So I'm going to get his letter. Just hold on. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm. Yeah, that's what I had did. And uh, I had uh, you know, decided to write to the veterans. Mm-hmm. Experts. <laughs> yes, ma'am. That's, I, I, everybody has been phenomenal tonight, and I can so relate to the one love and and the touching of that in my life has made a, a phenomenal difference in the perception of myself and being a part of the world. Um, so everything tonight really touched my heart and and, and was in working, and I appreciate it. Thank you, everybody. You're welcome. Oh, you're welcome. very welcome. Yeah. We're all in this together. We're all striving, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And 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 grateful and grateful to be doing so. It's just uh, it's time for me to get this knowledge and and to figure out the best, you know, mm-hmm. path, best, best path mm-hmm. to walk. So, you know, I just feel, you know, exceptionally grateful to be here tonight and, and have all this this knowledge shared. I appreciate every one of you. Thank you again. Uh, you're welcome. Um, yeah, all you're right, welcome, so, welcome. All right, now I'm back with the, uh, the veteran letters. Mm-hmm. And this is from by author Jeffrey Deaver, who wrote The Bone Collector. Oh, okay. All right, so he wrote, Dear Zippor, congratulations on finishing your novel. As you've discovered, it's not easy to catch the eye of an agent, but if you're sending out query letters, you're doing everything right. My agent is not taking new writers, unfortunately, so your best bet is to keep writing to agents. It's true that it's time-consuming to send out queries, but it's not wasted time because it's an investment in your career. I advise mm-hmm. new writers not to self-publish simply because if you go with a traditional publisher, they will make sure your book is advertised and reviewed in national publications, which is one way customers find out about the book. The sales department will make sure your book is placed in thousands of stores across the country and world. Their subsidiary mm-hmm. rights department will work to sell the foreign rights, book club rights, audio and film rights, etc. Mm-hmm. These subsidiary rights make up a large portion of a writer's income and would be difficult for a writer to negotiate on his or her own. Keep in mind, too, that all writers need good editors. It's not enough to hire a freelance editor. You want someone who is in the position to buy your book to tell you what is and isn't working in it. I tend mm-hmm. to revise and rewrite a manuscript many times before I submit it to my editor. But after my editor reads it, I'll receive a lengthy editorial analysis about all the things that need work. 
An editor never rewrites an author's book, but is able to tell the writer which parts of the book need additional rewriting. An editor also knows what will sell, and unless you write it simply for your own pleasure, you do want to create a book that the public will want to purchase. It does take lots of query letters to find an agent, but sooner or later you'll find an agent who is looking for the type of books you have written. Remember never to deal with any agent or publisher who charges a fee or wants you to invest in the publication or marketing of your own book. It should never cost the writer anything to have a book published. Keep up the excellent work and don't let any rejections discourage you. All writers, even published ones, have work rejected all the time. You just have to be persistent. Good luck and keep me posted on your success. All best wishes, Jeff Deaver. This was written from Thursday, March 19, 2009. Wow. Very, very, very well said. And that hit on things that I had no concept were issues. So, wow. Just wow. That was definitely insightful. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's really nice. It's really nice yeah. and good advice. Yeah, it's very good advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, de- definitely, definitely um, got got to keep in tune with the show here and take it, you know, one step at a time. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to tr- trust the universe mm-hmm. and, and, and the power of love that, that as I... Go through this process. Everything that I need to know will be put for me, just like it is right now. I'm I'm gonna trust this, and um, it's amazing. It's just amazing to me right now. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. And I also have uh, another one, one from Anne Rice. Uh, yes, to her. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about you know, um, I had asked her. You know, I was informed that editors don't rewrite your book; just tell you what is and what's not working on it. But the author is responsible for revising the story. However, my question is, do editors change the plot? And Anne had replied, there are all kinds of editors and all kinds of different involvement. Some accept the book as as it is, but with a few recommendations, please make this clear, perhaps tone down this theme, maybe this is repeated too much, etc. Others accept books conditionally, we want to publish if you're willing to rethink your ending and perhaps flesh out better, etc. From what I know, almost all editors accepting books for publication have some suggestions and want some changes. How much they want and how conditional it is is what you need to know. Many writers welcome the suggestions and are glad to rewrite and revise with the new input. I am very protective of my, of my work and have always found the situation painful. Mm-hmm. Most authors are much more cooperative. I certainly do listen when my editor says something doesn't sound right or a word seems off or she did not know why this or that character did what he did and could I make it clear. But my instinct is to protect the integrity of the work, and I have to be convinced that the suggestion is valid, etc., for me to respond. After the book is accepted for publication with all the final changes having been made, having been made, then it goes to copy editing, which is proofreading. But aggressive copy editors have been known to offer rewrites of sentences, paragraphs, etc. They can change word order, change words, etc. Theoretically, 
these are suggested changes and you can say no to them, but it can be demoralizing when a zealous copy editor marks up a whole book with stylistic changes. I have refused to go further until the copy editing was erased, etc. For me, copy editing should really be attention to spelling, grammar, punctuation, and inconsistencies and should also be a rewrite of a book. <clears throat> I have gone to the barricades over more over me more than once and for years I have worked with copy editors who only proofread. I was the changes at all, period. You as the author will have many opportunities to change your work, refine it, smooth things out. First, you can do it in response to the editor's acceptance. Then at the copy editing stage, you can only accept the grammar and other corrections, but also do your own quote, copy editing, end quote, catching words you think you've overused. Copy editors do mark this too, respectfully. And and certain changes you want to add. When you get the galleys, the first print run, you would then expect it to go through again looking for any mistakes, and you can make final changes too. You can add a sentence here or there or delete a nuisance, repetition, etc., and you will catch mistakes that the proofreaders never caught. That is how far it goes as far as I know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was, that, that was, that, that's a... Uh, a lot of information, and I, I think I, I've always, you know, thought that the hard part was getting the book finished. I think I think I think the the hard part is knowing, you know, the best way to finish it. And this show is a platform for this information. And wow, just wow! I, I I've got a couple other groups that um, that. Uh, guest speaker mentioned that I want to go and find um, on the computer and um, I definitely am going to stay tuned to your show. Thank you for sharing um, some very insightful um, process information that's going to be oh. good for many people. We're, we're glad to be of service to you. We are here for you. Um, know that anytime you call in, if you have any questions, even after this show, some uh, questions might come into mind. Uh, just write them down, and when we come back next week, we will address those questions during this time. Um, this is definitely that kind of uh, platform and format. And feel free at any time if you want to inbox message uh, Zipporah Thelman. Um She's available on Facebook. I'm available. Um, Sage the Poet, my um, government name is what you'll see on my actual Facebook wall, Francine Elizabeth Natal, N-A-T-A-L. But inbox message me, inbox message uh, Zipporah Thelman, and we'll answer your questions even during the week. As soon as we can, we'll make sure and respond promptly. Uh, we want you to grow to whatever um, you are supposed to grow to as a writer. We're not even going to put on you a label and say, well, this is what you're supposed to be uh, doing a year from today. We're not going to constrain or um, uh, label you or uh, stigmatize you or even stereotype you and say this is what you're supposed to be doing next year at this time. We don't know. Everyone's pace 
of evolution is not alike. Um, but whatever you're supposed to be doing, we're here for you to encourage you and to help you to either start doing it or to master doing it. Those yes, are one yes. of the two things we can do. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, yes. And, and, you know, it's, it's amazing to me because, you know, in June I'm going to be 54. And I, mm-hmm. you know, that's not old, old. But my not at life, all. No, no. <laughs> no, but the thing of it is when I was a child I wrote and I, and I, I didn't get the nurture um, mm-hmm. to, to do keep doing that. And it fell to the side. But ironically, in the course of my, um, you know, working, you know, jobs and my career, I, I always fell to it. I, they always um, asked me to do this, but it was at a technical level. And um, then, and then when I retired, I, um, I, I found um, blogging and poetry and the different um, genres of poetry, and it's just, it's welling up inside me to to share this this passion of of words, and, um, you know, I've denied it for, you know, a a couple years now, putting other things in front of it, and it's just time, it's Mm -hmm. just time to, to flow. And having a, a platform where the information and the process and the support and you know the non-judgmental stigmatism of uh, you should be why aren't you you know didn't you that you know the negativity I I don't mm-hmm. get and and um, yeah it's yeah. it's very enlightening and. and I'm talking a lot, so I'm, <laughs> I don't. I, I, I guess I'm just inspired. You know, that's what it is. Wonderful. You know, that's what we we want, Queen Zipporah. Yeah, I wanted to say, you know, to, is it Pamela? Is Pam that's talking, the writer? Yes, ma'am. Yes. I'm Pamela Vinson. Yes. Pamela. All right. I just want to make sure I got your name correct. But as far as you know, I want to say about what you know your story writing. Is that your story? What you write, what you like, and your create, uh, and those ideas will flow. Because if you write something, you know, just for it to sell, you won't write it because you know. In other words, it's not you. Hmm. And from my own experience, I tried to write an urban fiction story and couldn't continue. So when I came back with this urban fantasy, you know, series that I was working on, my creativity, you know, flowed. Yes. Because it knew where it belonged. Yes, I understand what you're saying. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and it's it, it's a natural um, process to eliminate trial and error in all things in life, I believe. But in, in artistry, um, for my experience, it it. It's it's fun to dibble and dabble and to you know mm-hmm. I, I'm yeah. more the the, the poetry um, and inspirational writing um, you know it, it just touches my heart that some someday you know in 
in this world of ours, whether I know or don't know, that the words that flow through me, that my higher power is giving me, is touching somebody. And that process of finding the, the genuine that we um, are actually drawn to and, and supposed to be um, flowing that energy into is it, it, it's, it's an amazing journey. And each of us have, you know, such amazing stories to, to tell mm-hmm. and share and, and inspire each other. It's, mm-hmm. this, is, this is a great opportunity to do that. And, and that's what's happening for me tonight. So it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yes, that's wonderful. And see, uh, story means to affect. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And, um, yes, and one of the things that there's a freelance editor that I know. Her name is Deborah Smart, and I can, you know, uh, give her inform- uh, mm-hmm. information, you know, um, if you just inbox me. You know, and I'm on Facebook. Excellent. Before, um, and yeah. Yes, yes, I, I, I will do that. I... I you come up in my events every day. That you know, I know, I know who you are. So yes, mm-hmm. I, I will do that. I will do that. Mhm. Yeah. I appreciate that. I, you know, I. You know, part of part of the process here is finding that support and and that and, and right. the right person for the process. Yeah, and so whatever path that you choose, you know, is built. Like, you know, now I was um, told about what self-publishing is becoming, you know, more successful and all. But the important thing is you have to do what's going to work for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I I have, you know, some real old writing friends that actually were inspirational. And, and I've written, you know, collabs with and, um, you know, political um, wordplay and, and um Lynette and and a few others here on on, on social media that have self published and have offered me opportunities to belong to their um their group. Mm-hmm. And I've always kind of felt that um that I needed to find out more information about the older known process that you all shared tonight to mm. to find, you know, within myself what was the best choice in, in my spirit, not um, out of, you know, obligation as as friends, but as, you know, obligation to feeling a part of what I'm choosing to do and expressing and the best avenues to find to do this in. And, um, you know, I'm feeling I need to investigate a little bit more of what's been discussed tonight before I decide whether self-publishing really is the best choice for me because I'm tending to think it may not be. So this is definitely a great platform tonight and and, um, information from the start of the show with, the Prince of India sharing and, and inspiring and, you know, giving us more platforms to be um, connected with, you yes. know, to, uh-huh. to, to the process of actually sharing and finding the right process for us to 
uh, you know, get our work published, it's just been phenomenal. I mean, I'm definitely going to go into the archives and do some listening. This, I think I've missed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes, indeed. Go into the archives because it's a lot um, to refer with and to just deliberate about. We've had so many on this platform, so many on this panel, who are very knowledgeable and experienced in regards to how to get published, um, uh, being successful after your book is published in promoting book sales and all kinds of good information. So you definitely want to uh, check out the archives. Um, This particular show's archive link will be available tomorrow, and as soon as it is up and ready, I will post it and share it with you so yes. you will be able to uh listen i'll be i'll be one because we listened to today's show i mean there was just too much information to get everything out of yes yes you can't it's it's impossible in one setting to um you know recall all of it all at once so that's that's the good thing about talkshoe.com uh they do provide the archive link um, within X amount of hours, usually six to eight hours after the recording of a show, sometime four hours later. But um, as soon as it's available, we'll make sure that you have it and you can share it with whomever in your circle you'd like to share it with that may find the information useful to them. That's awesome. Yeah, I actually mm-hmm. signed up. I signed up while um, we were while I was listening to you to that. Um, to that, uh, oh, coffee uh, table romanticism. That too, but no, the talk shoe too. Oh, okay, excellent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've kind of reached out and uh, I got on on my son's computer. My computer's in the shop right now, so I have okay. to wait another week or two to get it back. So, um, but um, I got on there and and he and the Prince of India. He also suggested a uh, significant um significant link and literary mm-hmm. and those are two that I need to go and and um and and check out as well. Yes, and don't forget like uh the exceptional scribble show. That is the fan page that was designed within with you in mind and you'll find a lot of information on that page we post a lot of helpful tips for writers and also highlights from all episodes of each recorded show and even yeah. literature. We also provide links of um, literature that we know is good literature that will further enhance um, your literary skills for those that yeah. want to master the craft of writing. Absolutely wonderful, and I've already done that as well. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> yes, but uh, it's just overwhelming information tonight, and, and the show is very, very well put together. I appreciate the effort and the dedication you all have. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And just always know that we're here for you. We're here for the literary artist community and the artist 
community in general. So, um, you know, if you know of any artists that just need support and they maybe even need some guidance and some wise counsel, please refer them to like the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page. Let them know it's for them. They can post if they have any events that are forthcoming. They can post their calendar of events. We will support and we will encourage others to support as well. Yes, ma'am. I sure will, definitely. All right. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm going to sign off for tonight. Okay. Well, thank you so very much, Queen Zipporah. Um, You covered Mm -hmm. a lot of ground tonight, and I'm sure everyone that needed to know something, uh, something more than what they already knew about publishing, they know it now. And we look forward to you coming back again, as always, uh, next week with even more um, resource information to share. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. You're welcome, Skyski. <laughs> yes. Well, well, in light of this being National Poetry Month, um, I thought it would be quite appropriate for me to share because I'm sure some people are probably not as aware of what poetic uh, justice really means. But I'm going to share the definition, and this is coming from a source, and the source is Paul Lomeri, P-U-L-L-O-M-E-R-I, and that's something you can do a Google search on and you will find uh, Polar Mary and how to connect via social media. But I think that this will be quite appropriate for National Poetry Month to share the definition of poetic justice. Poetic justice is a literary device in which virtue is ultimately rewarded or vice punished, often in modern literature by an ironic twist of fate intimately related to the character's own conduct. Poetic justice is referred to in the Simpsons episode, Boy Scouts in the Hood. When Bart returns home from a junior campers meeting and his father, Homer, asks, How was jerk practice, boy? Did they teach you how to sing to trees and build crappy furniture out of useless wooden legs? I'm sorry, wooden logs? Mm -hmm. The chair that Homer is sitting on then breaks. And he declares, duh, stupid, poetic justice. So that's just one example. But poetic justice, again, it is a literary device in which virtue is ultimately rewarded or vice punished, often in modern literature, by an ironic twist of fate, intimately related to the character's own 
conduct. And I hope that if there was someone that did not quite know what poetic justice meant, and I'm sure if you're like I am, you've heard it used a lot. A lot of people tend to use poetic justice um, in conversations or even their songs and so forth. And when you read literature, you'll see it in writing and text. But until you really have an understanding of what it truly means, it's still vague. You know, you kind of know or sort of know, but you're not quite sure. Well, now I hope that I was able to do you all some justice in giving you an example. And maybe now when you hear someone using that phrase, poetic justice, you'll be better prepared to know what it is that they're really suggesting or saying. Well, in light of National Poetry Month, we're going to hear a poem. I have a poem. It's entitled Damaged Goods. We are all damaged goods. We all have scars, emotional scars, psychological scars, and physical scars. We have all been traumatized, some of us from our youth and others as adults. We are all damaged goods. So stop pointing the finger at your brother. Stop hating yourself and stop cursing your mother. Your father did what he knew, and so he is a victim too. Damaged goods. It is a fact. We are all hurting. We are all bruised and abused emotionally, verbally, and or physically too. Damaged goods. We have all been lied to. None of us grew up in a perfect world. Hate visited each of us and even has branded the souls of some of us. We are all damaged goods. None of us are better than the next person. Some of us are religious, and some are atheists, but we all can agree that we were made better by the fact that someone loved us and someone did forgive us. I hurt, you hurt. So we hurt. We all need a physician. We all need retribution. Some of us were disenfranchised while others were the abuser, but we all were the loser at one time or another. We hate 
For what? We are not better than the next simply because we won a bet, or better yet, because we stole what belonged to someone else and staked our claim on it. We need retribution. The devil literally stole the planet from us, and we allowed this to be. It's time for us to take it back and demand he give us interest. We were destined to cultivate the earth as wise stewards. But look at what we've done to our mother. We are all damaged goods. The white man, the black man, the red man, and the yellow man. We are all damaged goods. The poor man, the rich man, the genius, and the mentally challenged. We are all damaged goods. The cops and the robbers, the lawmakers and the lawbreakers. Although some of us reside in Beverly Hills, while others live in the hood, we are all damaged goods in the future. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I love Thank it. you. Thank okay. you. I just, that, that came to me one, one day. I, I just had some time in, in, a, in a moment where I was just reflecting I guess on life in general and just seeing all that happens throughout the course of a decade, let alone a year, and recognizing just how we're all damaged goods, you know, all of us, all of us, you know, none, none of us can say we've never experienced Losing, or we've never experienced being lied on, or we've never experienced lying on someone, or lying, it just period lying, or or we've never experienced hurting or being abused, let alone some abusing others. We're we're all damaged, so it's like we all need redemption. And until we realize that, we're going to constantly hate on each other and think one group thinking they're better than the next group or one group thinking the other group has something they should have, you know. We become covetous and feel that what's theirs should be ours too. And we've got to come out of that. And just love, like it was brought out, you know, mm-hmm. one love. We've got to come to that place. That's mm-hmm. where we belong. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. And I guess that's what inspired that piece, and I hope that that piece blessed somebody. And, you know, when I lift my pen up onto paper, that's my aim. I want my my words to inspire I want somebody to to be encouraged um if if maybe they were thinking wrong to to think 
right and hopefully um you know they'll 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 become the who they were born to become mm. yeah that that's yeah. my hope that that's that's what one love is all about mm. yes ma'am they're gonna be are you gonna post that Francine, on the page? Um, you know, I need to do that. I kind of wanted to uh, wait until I copy write it first. Um, oh, yeah, but I I I have done an open mic already, so I think I should just go ahead and post it. Well, yeah. um, it's beautiful, man. I I felt like uh, you were talking about everyone, and then. Mm. Everyone specifically. Oh, okay. Thank you. you know? Yeah. I really and, like and, that. And that's what I, I think I was doing in a sense, kind of looking at the world, but from from the inside looking outside. Yeah. It's yeah. the truth. It's, it's, it's the inner truth of all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the truth. Now, once you know, we don't have to be be a victim. We have to be a part of the healing and 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 growth and strength that we have walked through. Each of us, our own our own ups and downs and rounds and rounds. You know that feeling that that poem gave me was of unity and. Um, acceptance for mm, mm-hmm. humbling, very humbling. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. It was beautiful. Thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm touched. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, Me too. Things that that that's my hope. I I would not want to write something that wasn't meaningful or something that couldn't heal somebody in need of healing. So that that's good to know that it heals somebody. You you comp you're comp you're accomplished. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, does anyone else have a poem or just maybe a spoken word or something on their heart they would like to share with everyone. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm trying to go to um, some of my writing, and if I can find one real quickly, I, I'll share with you. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, most of my writings are um, put up or on my on my computer, so but I do have some here that. Okay. Um, a little slow. I apologize for that. It's okay. Um, yeah, it's it's fine. We. Okay, this is this was titled Dreamcatcher. Um, mm-hmm. 
a circle to represent the cycle of life into a non-ending of time with a web of fiber to catch the insights, hopes, and goals of life. The feathers representing the wings in which they shall fly into the time is right to use, building upon and take the next step towards a dream caught as it shall be hung above our head where where and when we sleep, trapped for us to use when the time is right to see. Love and relationships or, or money, many other things unseen, given to the sleeping receiver as it falls off the web, web and into our head. A premonition or a warning, knowing before you know the truth may hurt, but better than being blindsided without warning. Choose to believe or let go. This is this will be between you and your own soul. Catch dream catch grabs some hope of real and true love. Give me the sign I need to trust the path I'm supposed to take. Wash away all my doubts and hurt and give me back the truth and glory of my untold story. Hmm. Yeah, I, I wrote I- that. I wrote that back in 2011. Hmm. I like it. Yes, I like it very, very much. And Mm -hmm. your style of writing is fluid. Mm -hmm. It's fluid. Um, uh, Just when you're delivering your pieces, just um, kind of breathe after you say like a sentence or two. Give yourself a chance to take a breath and okay. then go into the next one. Because at some points it sounded like you were kind of racing, like as though you were running out of breath and you were trying to get it all out with your last breath. Yes, So ma'am. you want to kind of just practice um, on on your breathing. Okay. On that part, yes. And take your time with it. All right. Your pen is is beautiful. I really, really like your writing. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. And, and yes. you definitely have to. I don't know. Have you ever um, read any of your poetry on on the radio before? Um, I, I think this is the second time I've, I've I attempted that. And mm. it it's actually the first time I've gotten some constructive feedback. So, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, ma'am. I I appreciate that, and and I think I think I I can feel I I felt what you mm-hmm. were saying as true. I I felt like I needed to hurry through it. So you yeah. were right on the money. You were right on the money. And just to let you know, mm-hmm. you you don't have to hurry through it. Your 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 spoken um, your speaking voice is a good voice for reciting poetry. Um, it's just a matter of you just taking Te- your breath te- and you're fine. Technique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I appreciate that, and, and you're very I'll welcome. Pra- I'll, I'll practice mm-hmm. on that. You're mm-hmm. very welcome, and I know you'll do very well. Keep. Keep practicing, even to the degree of 
when you're in the bathroom, looking in the mirror, seeing how your um, facial expression is, because you're going to be reciting your poems even doing open mics. I can see you taking it um, there, too, being on a stage and reading your your poetry before a, a live audience, too, not just doing it. Um, before a live audience on the radio, as you're doing now. So you want to start practicing in your house, looking at yourself in in the mirror, making sure that when you're saying your words, that even your mouth, that you're um, opening your mouth fully so that the words come out fully. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And there right. again, and then there just practicing with your facial down, breathing, and mm-hmm. and enjoying the process. And enjoy- yes, yes, indeed. And just remember, you're sharing your gift with the world, and that's major, and that's going to help somebody that maybe they're afraid to do what you're doing. You're going to give courage to someone else. So do it with a smile. Know that it's it's a gift, and you're showing even uh, to the extent of letting your creator know, your maker know, you appreciate your creator granting you that gift, bestowing that gift. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that point. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And we have a tendency on this platform to say um, we acknowledge our ancestors because we know we stand upon their shoulders. So even when we're writing our pieces, we try to take our time to acknowledge them at some point in our writing, you know, knowing that um, some ancestors, somebody was a writer before we were even thought of. And we're coming down a generation of writers. (laughs) <laughs> yes, or scribes, absolutely. you know, or poets absolutely. and griots, yes. storytellers, yes. you know. There was a foundation laid for us. That's and, right. Yeah, and they and they did. They, yes, they did, they did. their own breaking wounds to get to where mm-hmm. you know, we have their gifts today. That's it. They it was blood, sweat, and tears, and they paved the way. And we're just honoring them when we. Um, offer our gifts. Absolutely. I, mm-hmm. I can appreciate that. Thank, Thank you. Yes. yes, ma'am. Well, I'm I'm so glad that you broke the ice and you uh, spit your poem live on the <laughs> air and, and your voice didn't crack, it didn't shake, it didn't tremble. <laughs> you did better than some. <laughs> well, thank you, but I, I, I definitely, I definitely am encouraged in that, and um, inspired, and again Wonderful. grateful, grateful for our ancestors and our our current our current brothers and sisters that mm-hmm. that lift us and carry us and inspire us. That's right. That's right, because there is someone in everyone's life who is who serves that role as their mentor and elder. Yes, indeed, and we can't forget them. They're the ones that keep us grounded. <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. 
Well, thank you so much. It's come now to this t- the time of the show where we have our final um, final thought shared and expressed, and I'm going to uh, go to Skyski Rio. Mm-hmm. Join the call from the Virgin Islands and Skyski. This is our moment where we share our final thoughts. We're going to do a roundtable. We'll start with you, and then we'll go. Um, back to uh, Ms. Pamela Venison, and then I will close for the evening. Hmm. Let's see. How about take it easy, but still take it? How's that? Hmm. Sweet. That's that's golden. <laughs> Absolutely. That's golden. I think we all can use that. That's, that's the medicine right about now. Take it easy, but still take it. So, in other words, don't don't do nothing. Do what right. you know. Love what you do, and keep mm-hmm. it moving. <laughs> yes. And that's the only way to to make our dest you know to fulfill our destiny. We've got to do just say it one more time for everyone, uh, Elder Sky mm-hmm. Rio. Mm-hmm. Take it easy, but but take it. Mm-hmm. Take it yeah. easy, but take it. How about we all say it together on the count of three? Because in in their strength in numbers, one, two, three. Take it, take easy, it easy, but, but still take, take it. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, you know, we all did it with our own style, you know, our own attitude, our own personality came through with it. That's what it's all about, you know, being who you are. Be the who you are, you know. Yeah, Be the who that you are. Well, Lady Pamela, the mic is now in your hands. Any final thoughts? Now's the yes. time to share them. I I I think that the, the the point that I'm getting tonight is don't stop, don't stop, don't give up. Reach mm-hmm. for the stars and keep the dreams afloat. Mm. Mm. Wow. Powerful. Wow. Powerful. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't stop. Reach for the stars and keep the dream afloat. Wow. It sounds like we're all mm-hmm. on the same wavelength tonight. We're, you know, mm-hmm. we're all on that same frequency. I'm loving what I'm hearing. We're all mm-hmm. saying the same thing. Just a different, you know, coming with our own unique perspective, but it's the same truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm loving this. Yeah, mm-hmm. like 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 uh, our our guest speaker said, a picture says says a thousand words. Well, a mm-hmm. thousand words were said tonight and made and made the same picture. So wow, a thousand wow. words made the same picture. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> First time I heard that said too. You got a quote. You've just uh-huh. quoted. Yourself and that I've never heard that said. No, that's, neither, neither oh that my. That, that's just you made his my you made creator tonight. <laughs> my, my my creator flows through me to you as a gift 
because oh, you, thank inspire, you 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 all inspire it. You all you all give it give it to me to want to give away. Oh wow, you're so liberal. Well, what's the 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 proverb? The liberal soul shall be made fat. So as you continue to give out, you're going to continue to get. And <laughs> yeah, that's that's wonderful. Right? Yes, indeed. Yes. And and your and your show gives us an opportunity to to do that with each other and for it to to grow individually. And again, it's been an awesome experience, and I will be back. Oh, wonderful! Well, thank you so much. And I tell you, we're ending tonight's show on a high note. I'm going to leave it just where it's at. And to take us home, there's a song by one of the most inspiring artists, I believe, on the planet, uh, Stevie Wonder. And it's from the album entitled Songs in the Key of Life. And this is what we're going to listen to to take us home. It's the song entitled I Wish. Enjoy, everyone. Thank you.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.